Hi everybody, welcome back to No Plans, Just Vibes. It's Daniela and today we are going to talk about my five life rules. This is inspired by the Burn After Writing Journal by Sharon Jones. And the journal is basically a little bit of everything. And some of the questions are about guilty pleasures or something that you can't forgive. um, To make a list of things that you want to do before you die or like who was your first love, or your top five songs right now, things like that. And basically at the end, some people choose to burn it, some people choose to keep it. I actually want to keep mine because I want to be able to look back and laugh at myself and be like, oh my god, what was I thinking? Who let me write this? But basically, I got this idea from one of the prompts, and the prompt asks you, to write down your five rules for life. So I'm going to tell you my top five. So number one is to do things from a place of love. Number two, be grateful and be graceful. Number three, future me figured it out and I'm always going to be okay. Number four, always forgive myself because I'm loved. And number five, let go and the right things will come again. So back to number one, do things from a place of love. I think that I really got this idea from my sister because she's always talking about doing things with love, with the right intention, being purposeful. So I think she kind of influenced my beliefs a little. And now that I've gotten the chance to kind of be my own person and live away from home and be more independent, I have seen for myself that love is truly what I believe in and I think that the purpose of life is to give love, to fall in love, and to receive love and also to work on the way that you love and kind of give it meaning like what does love look like for you and the best example I can give of this first rule is that I like to do things with a full heart and I don't like to do things because they're forced or because someone asked it of me or because it's just something that I have to do. In my relationships, the things that feel best are when I do it voluntarily. It's like when I give a gift to someone, I want to give it because I want to because I love them or because I feel like I feel like it's good for me to give it. I don't like to do things because I have to or sometimes people will say like, oh, do this because like that's your grandmother or oh, do this because that's your cousin or something. That's your friend. It's like, yes, that person can have meaning, but that doesn't mean that you have to do something for them. And I think that's the same thing for myself, where I don't like to do things that I have to do. Like, I don't love forcing myself to feel love, or I don't like when I have to force myself to take a class, or I do something because I made it a plan earlier and now I have to go even if it's something that's not out of my own will or it's something that I'm not going to enjoy. And I think a lot of the times when you do something that isn't from love, the world is going to call you out on it. And 
that's kind of when it becomes a reality check and you have to reevaluate why it is that you're doing things or where that intention is coming from and if it truly is your intention or if it's the intention that someone else has imposed on you. Moving on to number two is to be grateful and be graceful. One of the ways that I practice gratitude is by having a gratitude journal and on two pages I will list numbers 1 through 30 or however many days are in that month and then every day I try and write one thing I'm grateful for and usually it's like one little line of the journal, not anything crazy, not like a paragraph, just one thing that I'm grateful for and it's nice to look back because sometimes there's themes throughout the week like if like I had a really good week at school and a lot of it will be about school or sometimes like one friendship will stick out and it's nice because it allows me to just keep track of like how time is going and how much I'm changing and I think that gratitude is good to see how much you're growing because some of the things that I'm grateful for now are things that might not have existed before or I just didn't see them like now I'm really grateful for my education and I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to study what I love and I don't think I would have said that in high school because I I appreciated school and I was grateful that I had the opportunity to go to high school to receive that education, but I wasn't really proud or I wasn't really grateful of having to actually be in school because I didn't enjoy it. So now when I'm grateful, I think it's good because I get to look back and or look right now and look at the future and really appreciate what it is that I have and all the ways that I've changed. For the second part of being graceful, um, I usually see that in bad situations and I think you can have it in good situations too, but it's most valuable in tough situations like arguments or if you've ever had a bad customer or people that are being petty with you, I think in those situations, if you can be graceful, if you can be the bigger person, then somehow you'll win. And it doesn't have to be about winning, but I think at the end, you'll feel better about yourself if you can be graceful. And also, when you're healing, it's important to be graceful because it's so easy to hurt someone else unintentionally just because you discover pain from yourself. Right now, I think grace to me means to be present, to be calm, and to be the bigger person even when I don't feel like it. The best example that I have of this is when I argue with my parents. And my parents and I have very different personalities. Obviously, there's a huge age gap and there's a very big difference in our beliefs and the societies that we grew up in so when we argue sometimes it feels really rough because i know that we're gonna clash ideas or the conversation just might get out of hand and it might not be the conversation that i intended or that i needed in that moment but i think in the times that i remain graceful and i allow them to 
express what they need to say and I just sit there and listen and I don't make the situation worse. I think that's when the problems are solved easier or faster and I end up feeling better about myself because if I argue back with them or if I make it bigger than it has to be, then I end up feeling bad and I end up feeling like it's a big loss or there's just a big disconnection from my parents. So I'd rather do things with grace. And I think the last part of that is there is a lot of grace in knowing when you messed up and knowing how to clean your own mess and holding yourself accountable when you do make a mistake because if you can't hold yourself accountable, then no one else is going to do it for you. And even if they try to do it for you, if you're not willing to accept it, then how could you be better? So overall, I think having grace, moving with grace, helps you be a better person and it just helps you be better in situations that aren't ideal. For number three, we have the idea that future me figured it out and that I'm always going to be okay. I am a person that has a lot of anxiety that can be very indecisive and has a hard time making choices because sometimes I'm scared of holding myself responsible for the mistakes that I might make. Even if I won't make a mistake, just the idea that I might make a mistake or that I might regret it is scary and that gives me anxiety. And I also get anxiety from things that I can't control. So I have to tell myself this, that, okay, like I might not know right now, or I don't, I might not feel like I have the resources to make the right choice, but future me figured it out and future me has the answer. And that means that I'm going to be okay. That means that I will always be okay. And I see this a lot in school right now because sometimes I go down that spiral when I have a bad day or have a bad week of like, what if I don't pass this test? Or what if I don't do so well in this class or I don't get the grade that I want? What if I don't get to do a certain thing senior year? And I always have to take a step back and remind myself that it's gonna work out because I might not know everything about college. I might not know how I'm going to do in every aspect, but I do know that I'm going to graduate because there's no way I'm putting in all this effort just to not graduate. So if I tell myself that, like, I am going to graduate, that means that senior year me figured it out, that she has the answers, and somehow she got her way through all these classes, through all these tests, through all of those challenges, and that because she is okay, I'm going to be okay. And I think sometimes that's like the biggest reassurance you can give yourself. I got this idea because one time I was in therapy and I was having a really hard time and going down that whole spiral and my therapist was like, hey, you need to know that future you has the answers. Like she figured it out and you need to be like, yeah, future me is awesome. Future me is so much smarter than I am right now and future me is probably focusing on another problem and has moved way past this moment. So along with telling myself that I'm going to be okay and that 
eventually in the future I will have things figured out. There is number four, which is to always forgive myself because I'm loved or to always forgive myself and know that I'm loved. And I think that it's hard for me to forgive myself because I have such a high standard and I don't want to mess up. I just want to be the best that I can be and I know it comes from a place of perfectness and wanting to be a perfectionist and also wanting to have so much control because not having control is scary. So in times where I have to forgive myself, usually it's because I did something that was wrong or that went against my values or I was in a situation where I didn't really have control. And it's also hard to forgive myself because sometimes I blame myself for things that aren't my fault. I just feel like I have to take responsibility because either the right person won't or it just feels like there has to be someone to blame and for some reason I think that person is me. And self-forgiveness gets easier if you are open to doing it. But if you don't do it, if you don't at least try, then that means you have to hold on to it for the rest of your life. And it just gets worse and worse. And it's kind of like the snowball effect where if you don't forgive yourself for this one small thing and mistakes keep adding up, then when it's really big, it just becomes this huge challenge because you have to start from scratch like you have to start with the small things that you forgive yourself then maybe if you did things that felt like betrayal or you missed opportunities because of something that you did then those will be so much harder to forgive so overall I think it's better if I forgive myself as I'm going rather than holding on to all of it and even though I said that number four was to forgive myself, I also think it's important to forgive other people and especially the people that are going to stay in my life or that are just have a permanent role in my life. And even though I think it is easier to forgive someone else, the reason that it feels hard sometimes is because with forgiveness, you need to accept that they were wrong that maybe they failed you or that maybe your impression of them turned out to be wrong and being wrong sucks because it feels like you're losing and even though it's hard I feel like it's necessary to continue and to grow in relationships and especially with myself like I constantly need to remind myself that if I'm willing to forgive someone else so easily, then why not forgive myself? Because at the end of the day, like, it's me and me. Like, this life is made up of me and what I'm willing to give myself. So if I'm willing to give my forgiveness to someone else, then of course I should give it to myself. And the second part is that I am always loved and I feel like sometimes... I don't forget that people love me or like that my family loves me, but I feel like it's not always at the front of my thoughts. And then I have to remind myself and just be like, 
yeah, someone loves me, even if I don't feel it today, like, of course, like, my mom or my dad loves me, or, like, my best friend, or my brother, my sister, and sometimes it's good to go through that mental list of, like, who loves me, who supports me, who is there for me, and also, like, even if you don't have those people in your life right now, or they might not give it to you in the best way, that self-love and that self-reassurance is kind of the same as someone else loving you. Because in this life, you need to know that someone is always going to love you. Even if it's not another person and it's yourself, that's enough. Because there's never going to be a time where you are not loved. Because if you love you, then you're never not going to be loved. So that's why I think it's important to remind myself that I am worth being forgiven and I am worth being loved and I am worth feeling those things all the time, not just when it's convenient or not just when I remember. And for my last life rule, we have number five, which is to let go and the right things will come again. I think letting go is, I don't know if it's harder than forgiving. I think it might be harder than forgiving. So letting go is just really difficult because it kind of turns into grief, especially if you have to let go of a person. But it also opens up the door for you to change because if you're letting go of a person, then in a way you're also letting go of the version of you that was with that person. So it's like an opportunity for you to grow and be different. But it's also hard when you have to let go of your dreams or opportunities, especially if you have to work your way to get there. And in those situations, I think I have to remind myself a lot, like something better is going to come, that something bigger, something that will fit better in my life, just things like that. And also, I know that holding on instead of letting go is sometimes so much harder and it hurts so much more because you're just holding on to something and that thing sometimes puts your life on pause and it doesn't let you move on and moving on is so important because life moves on whether you want it to or not so like life will leave you behind if you're not willing to let go but also I realized that holding on doesn't make me any stronger. It's not going to make me any better than anyone else. So sometimes it's worth the risk and it's worth the pain of letting go. And along with that, letting go, it allows you to release the hope that you had for something and that hope will probably die down and it's going to feel dark, but it also gives you faith that something better is going to come. And always remember that like, if you're willing to let go of something, that means that you're one step closer to getting what is truly meant for you. And if you release something from your life, that means that you're allowing new opportunities, better opportunities to come your way. And that means that you don't need to stay stuck holding on to something or someone that isn't good for you anymore 
and overall those are my five rules for life um these five rules i wrote them sometime in this past summer so i'm kind of curious to see how they're going to change especially with the rest of my college experience but then also like once i get into new situations and see how i handle those so maybe they will change maybe they'll stay the same but yeah, those are my five life rules. As always, don't forget to check out my Instagram at no plans, just vibes, and I will see you guys for the next episode.